0: The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning
1: and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell. I'm here with Jenna Tobble and Diane Adams again from the First Alliance Credit Union. Good Good morning. Good morning. Last week, we talked about tax refunds and the vast majority of Americans who get a tax refund and how enormous those tax refunds can be on average even. Yeah. And what you should do if you have a tax refund. I imagine, I'm just imagining that we're going to talk about the exact opposite this time. You would be correct.
2: (laughs) We're just going to continue with that trend and go to the opposite end of the spectrum where if you end up owing money for your taxes... Right. So, the, it's important to talk about this topic as well because this oh, you know, finding out you owe money and taxes can really be kind of like this panic-inducing oh,
0: yeah.
2: situation, especially if you were not expecting it in the least. That happened to me one year, and luckily it was not a lot of money that I owed, like maybe a couple hundred bucks. Like it was not a huge difference, but I still cried about it. And <laughs> I can only imagine finding out you owe thousands and thousands of dollars unexpectedly would be really Really a hard thing to, to wrap your brain around. Especially um, if you thought
1: you were getting a refund.
2: Yeah, because I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was much younger. But anyway, point being, it's going to be really, really helpful to help if you can kind of alleviate that stress so that you can think about the the solutions to your problem really clearly. And so one of the ways that you can do that is just by knowing what your options are for paying the IRS yeah. back. Because so you're going to have to pay them. Yeah, you, there's no getting out of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And actually, it's funny you bring this up because I think for the, I've had the little variances before where I had to pay in a bit, but this year was one of those. I knew it was coming. I just didn't think it was going to be as bad as it is because I've lost all my deductions. Yeah. uh, Other than, you know, retirement savings and I did not calculate it correctly. So it's a significant pay in, but I'm not in a panic because I kind of expected it. Yeah. But still. It, it's, it's not scary. Pleasant. Well, it's not pleasant. That's yeah, for sure. well, yeah,
2: it definitely <laughs> is. I'm going to have
1: to make some adjustments for the, the following year, but okay. So, ways to alleviate the fears, things that we can do to yeah. pay back or plan to pay back the IRS when we have to, is that April 15th deadline? Is yeah. not that far away.
2: Yeah, well, and before we jump into that, though, I just, I do need to make a disclaimer that. We are not tax professionals, right? So the information that we're sharing is not really intended to tell you exactly what to do if you owe taxes. It's really more just sharing the information that we know um, to give you some basic knowledge so that you can effectively talk with a qualified tax professional if you do find out that you owe money to the IRS. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. Okay. What can we do? Or (laughs) (laughs) other than Fleet of Canada... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: and we're not advising that.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you'd even do that. But. <laughs> no. No, they'll come after you in Canada. So
1: <laughs> you got to pay your taxes.
3: That's for sure. Well, the IRS offers a variety of payment options where taxpayers can pay immediately or arrange to pay in installments. The best option, of course, if you can, is to pay in full immediately. However, for most people, that's not an option. If you think you can pay the amount you owe in 120 days or less, you can request a short-term extension from the IRS.
1: Okay, so you have to do that, file for the extension, and that gives you the 120 days. That
3: is correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's no fee for requesting the extension, but the IRS will will continue to charge you a late payment penalty of 0.5% on the taxes you owe each month are part of the month that the tax remains unpaid. So oh yeah, that's they're great. treating it
2: like a loan. They're they're <laughs> charging you. They're not nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so that your tax bill is going to be considerably higher than it was when you started if yeah. you choose
3: that option. Correct.
1: Just be aware.
3: Mm-hmm. They'll also charge you on interest on the amount that you owe. What the amount of interest is varies, but it's usually the short-term federal rate plus 3%. Right now, this would mean you would be paying 5% interest, and it's compounded daily. I mean, what? <laughs> daily.
1: <laughs> daily compounded.
3: Yeah, that is correct.
1: Oh, that's a heck of a deal for the federal government. Yeah. Not for the wow. Yeah. So, if you're being charged 5% with daily compounding the interest plus the fees gracious why would anybody go down that road why would you choose that option?
3: Yeah. That's a great question Andy. The IRS is not in the loan business. They just want you to pay your taxes. The short-term extension buys you time to arrange for more affordable financing options. For example you could find, file your return and you find out you owe $15,000. You can't pay the bill but you can set up a home equity line of credit and borrow against your home equity to pay off the tax balance.
1: That doesn't snap your fingers, right?
3: Absolutely not. This doesn't happen overnight, unfortunately. You'll need some time to get approved for this type of loan.
1: So that's the key to that 120 days. They're giving you a few months.
3: Yeah, to to plan it out, figure out what
2: you're doing. Hmm.
1: So how do I, I mean, if I'm going to lay this out, the mechanics of it. The first step, I imagine, would be to contact the taxman.
3: That is correct. You contact the IRS to ask for the 120-day extension. They grant your request, and they will give you a payoff amount for the 120 days. That includes your failure to pay penalties 0.5% per month and interest currently at 5%. That's
1: when you're going to start crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the interest gets added into
3: that. <laughs> Once you get your HELOC finalized, you borrow the funds and pay off the IRS before the 120 days are up. Now you'll be making payments to the home equity line of credit at half the interest rate, and your IRS debt is paid off.
1: And you don't compound it daily. Correct. The interest rate. <laughs> no. oh, well, that's huge. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, yeah,
2: I was shocked when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. Oh, goodness. So HELOC, we say HELOC. Yeah. That's the home, home equity, equity line. That's want to make sure we got the acronym.
2: Yeah. Story. And so what that is, is it's kind of like taking out a second mortgage on your house. So it uses the value that you have in your home that you can borrow against. So your home is the collateral for the loan, similar to the way that a mortgage is. But instead of the full cost of the mortgage, it's the percentage that you've basically already paid off that you're allowed to then access that money again.
1: Do Does that require an appraisal? On the home? Yes.
2: Yep. Okay. It does. Yep. So that's why uh, the 120 days, it, depending on how complex your home loan situation is, you could take up a good chunk of that time going through the home equity loan process.
1: And it requires that you have equity in the home.
2: Correct. Yep. So. Yep. It does. And you have to qualify for it. So just because you have the mortgage doesn't mean you qualify for the home equity loan. It really depends on a lot of factors. Credit scores, which we've talked about before, things like that do play a factor in that as well.
1: Is it as complex as a mortgage application or is it more of a streamlined process?
2: (sighs) I would say it's probably a little bit more streamlined, but it is basically taking out a second mortgage. So there are going to be, you know, it's not something to just do lightheartedly they're going um, be, to
1: want to know how much money you're taking in and all that stuff. Exactly. But, okay. And and
2: you have to keep in mind if you default on that loan, your house is the collateral. Um so that means you could have your home taken away if you can't afford that. So you have to be make sure that it's the best option. There are definitely other ways to go about it, but for the example Diane gave, you know, a home equity loan was is one way to go about paying off those taxes back within that 120 days. But sometimes period. people
1: find themselves into these tax situations. It's not an income situation. It's you know, mm-hmm. they received some sort of capital gains that was unexpected <laughs> mm-hmm. that they didn't have withholding for or mm-hmm. they did something, you know, a subcontracting independent contractor situation yeah. where there was no withholding. So mm-hmm. it's not like they're, they're in financial trouble. They just don't have the cash right now.
2: Correct. So yeah. This is yep. a good way. Absolutely. This
1: is kind of the situation that this would be a good option.
2: Yes. Exactly.
3: Okay.
1: What other options are out there to satisfy the IRS?
3: Another common option the IRS offers taxpayers who can't commit to paying off the balance in full is to set up installment agreements or payment plans.
1: Okay, I (laughs) imagine that's going to be on the IRS's terms.
2: (laughs) you would be correct. Oh, you know what? We'll, do,
1: we'll, we'll talk about what the IRS's terms are and more about this kind of the option of the installment payment to the government when we get back. We have to take a really quick break for Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good
0: Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340
1: KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves, Andy Brownell, along with Diane Adams and Jenna Tobble with the First Alliance Credit Union. And we're talking about the IRS. Actually, what we're talking about is if you have the opposite of a tax refund, you owe the IRS. And uh, what some of the options you have for dealing with your headache? And we started out talking about, at the very end of the last segment, making installment payments to the IRS. Diane, maybe now you can tell us more about that.
3: Absolutely. You have to work out the details of the agreement with the IRS, which will consider how much you owe, how soon you can pay it off the balance that you have, and when determining the type of agreement you can get. Okay. So like you said, it's on their terms.
1: They're going to want to know. Well, they already know how much money I make Mm -hmm. because I was part of my tax filing, but I I imagine they're going to want their money as fast as possible.
3: Absolutely. Typically, you need to pay by direct debit or payroll deduction to avoid a lien filing regardless. Of course, with these arrangements and agreements, the IRS will charge you late fees and interest. That does not go away. (laughs) (laughs) They will charge you the short-term federal rate plus 3% interest compounded daily on the amount you owe, but the penalty on the amount you still owe is only 0.25 versus 0.5 mentioned before. Each month or part of a month that your balance remains unpaid.
1: Yikes. (laughs) this is not a good option no but I imagine for some people it is the only
2: option if you like I said before if you can't get access to credit it might be your only option
1: okay so what happens if you can't afford to pay in full or make the payments on an installment plan to the IRS
3: if that's the case the IRS does offer a hardship extension the IRS requires you to include a statement of your assets, things you owe, and liabilities, things that you owe money on, to determine your level of financial hardship. If a financial hardship is granted, they'll either put your balance into current, not collectible status, meaning that the IRS won't require you to pay your taxes until your financial situation improves, or they'll make you an offer in compromise where you can settle your tax debt without having to pay the full amount due. Okay.
1: But this is probably going to take a lot of discussion before you come up with something like this. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like and like Diane said, you have to really prove to them that your financial situation is dire. Um they're not just going to take your word for it. You're going to have to provide a lot of upfront documentation in order to get this. And in the meantime, Oh you, no. You you're not going <laughs> to
1: tell me that they're going to continue to nail me with interest and fees.
3: And yeah. indeed they do. Uh-huh. <laughs> they do.
1: So this is even worse than the other option. By far. You're not paying it right now, but they're still going to collect their money in right. the end.
2: Right. Well, and like like Diane said, they they kind of put you into this special holding spot currently not collectible status which means they're not going to put you know any liens on you and
1: when you say liens <laughs> you mean they, they could take money directly out of my accounts
2: correct or against your home or, yep my or home as well home. or
1: my wages correct garnish wages yep
2: correct mm-hmm. it just that just Tells everybody else in the IRS that hey, we're working with these people, but they're not letting you off the Did hook I by any tell means. Tell you, I
1: preferred the last week show <laughs> to this week show. <laughs> Me too,
2: but we got to talk about no, it. this is important
1: because this is what this whole financial literacy stuff is about. So yeah. get your ship in order so mm-hmm. you don't have to go down this road. Exactly. But
2: talk to your tax professional mm-hmm. or ahead of time. Yeah.
1: Know where you're at. Yes. Always. (laughs) Always. Have a plan, as we say. Okay, so currently not collectible. It's just out there, owed to the IRS, Mm -hmm. but they're not actively pursuing it. But they are charging me fees and interest. Correct. Correct. Okay. Now Mm -hmm. I understand. Okay.
3: They also will put any future tax refunds, should you have any, toward your balance until it's paid off, meaning you won't get it if you are eligible for a refund, that makes which sense. I think is, yeah. you know, reasonable. You owe this, <laughs> <miss. laughs> yeah. Um, and it will expect you to make payments on the taxes you still owe as soon as you're able. So this option may seem better at first glance, but it still comes with fees, a down payment to the I and a down payment to the IRS. You should make it, make sure you qualify and preferably get a tax professional's help to do so. Mm -hmm.
1: Sounds very important to get the professionals' help at this point if you're this far down the road. Correct. Seek Mm -hmm. help. And I know that there are services available for people who can't afford that help, too, Mm -hmm. that it might be in the situation. If you can't go get yourself a tax lawyer or Mm -hmm. somebody who can really help you work with the IRS, there are people you can apply for to do that.
2: Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I think you could just, if you're in Olmstead County, I think you contact Olmstead County and they could probably steer you to the right yep. location for yeah. that. Yeah,
2: I want to say, I, I don't know if they still do, but I do believe the United Way at one point had some tax service yeah. help, so that would be a great starting point as well if if you're not sure where to start. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> I'd much rather have the refund than this path, but uh, um, we'll continue talking about what to do if you find yourself in debt to the IRS or facing a large payment to the IRS. When we get back with more Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome
1: back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble's here and Diane Adams from First Alliance Credit Union. And we have been talking about IRS coming to get our money. Yep. Well, actually, it's their money because in this situation it was taxes we owed. Correct. And um, the terms are not all that great when the IRS is dictating the terms. Mm-hmm. And so the best option is don't go there. Find a way to plan ahead and make sure you have enough withheld or have an emergency fund set aside because this certainly would qualify for good use for emergency fund. Absolutely. To cover that tax bill. If mm-hmm. you, unseen circumstances, you ended up owning the IRS or the state revenue department a lot more than you anticipated. Um, and we mentioned the HELOC which is yeah. the home line of credit, as a great option if you have that available. You have a home and you right. have equity in your home and you can pass the income test and all that. But are there any other options that First Alliance Credit Union might be able to extend? I, 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 mm-hmm. I'm qualifying this. I'm for sure underlining big time that I imagine this is case-by-case case basis.
2: Absolutely. I mean, anytime you go seeking a loan for anything it's a case-by-case basis depending on where you are currently in life and what your situation looks like at that moment in time and again that we've talked about before that can change pretty rapidly from six months to the next six months your financial situation could look very different so um, just because you don't qualify at one point doesn't mean that you know if you try hard and make some different choices that you can't look different In three months to six months. Are
1: there any other different types of collateral the credit union might
2: be able to consider? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can use pretty, well, I shouldn't say pretty much anything. There's typically a house or a vehicle of some kind is going to be the best collateral. Because it
1: has a title to it.
2: Correct. Yeah. You'd be hard pressed to be able to collateralize anything that doesn't have some kind of title. Um, although I'm sure somewhere out there it happens from time to time. Yeah. Again, case by case basis. Case by case right? basis, but um,
1: if you owe the IRS, but you have a sixty thousand dollars pickup truck, mm-hmm. you might be able to use that.
2: Correct. And as long as you have equity in it. Right. See, that's the big key yeah, is they the equity. It, yeah. Yep. Because um, you know you might have a nice sixty thousand dollars truck that's worth not sixty thousand dollars <laughs> anymore, <laughs> and you still owe a lot more than that on it. It happens. That happens. <laughs> that all happens. Too often, yeah. Um, But yes, there are a lot of different ways in which getting a loan could help you pay off your IRS debt so that you're not racking up that huge daily compounding interest on the the debts you owe. So we've talked before about debt consolidation loans. This is exactly the type of debt you would consolidate. Oh, okay. Um, So tax debts often can be... Put into a debt consolidation loan. So if at the same time you, well, you now you owe the IRS, you know, four grand, and you got you know five grand sitting out on credit cards. Some, you know, roll it all into one with a debt consolidation loan, and that could really save you a lot of money long term. Um, I
1: imagine this is one of those things that could cause that cascading effect that we talked about in earlier programs, where the person. Is cruising right along, or their mm-hmm. household's cruising right along, and the next thing they know, their finances are Absolutely. haywire. It could have started with this. Correct. So, this could be a long term thing that's been going on, mm-hmm. and they're working with you and finally getting things under control. Yeah. And now it's time to close the books on the IRS.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, and because, again, a lot of people don't know what their options are to pay this debt off, and so they may think that doing the payment plan through the IRS makes the most sense when in reality, they had a lot of other options to consider, but they just didn't know the right questions to ask or who to reach out to for help, which is why this is an important topic for us to be covering. Um,
1: And you mentioned specifically at the beginning of our conversation, don't panic, yeah. Take I mean, a you can cry
2: a little bit about it. That would be... <laughs> I did. <laughs> but...
1: You could lose sleep for a couple of nights, but then go talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, <laughs>
2: the very first thing you should do if you find out that you owe money to the IRS is talk with a qualified tax professional to make sure that you you dotted all your I's and crossed all your T's, and that is, in fact, the what yeah. the situation is, which it probably is. But... Don't, don't just think you don't have resources that you can reach out to to help you navigate this minefield of terms and conditions. Yeah, that's really what this comes down to.
1: Because at least having the conversation with somebody from the credit union is by itself a way better scenario than going Absolutely. down this road. And worst case scenario, you can't help.
2: Right, but, but we would point you in the direction of where you yeah, can go. Or, for some additional uh, resources. Exactly, exactly. In a
1: best-case scenario, you can counsel these folks to mm-hmm. wrap this all together and something that could lead them down the road to a much better financial situation six months, eight months, a year, two years down the road.
2: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: That's where everybody has a smile on their face at the end. Mm -hmm. It was just a bad chapter.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And you learned a lot of really good life lessons from it, it. (laughs) hopefully.
1: And you got to learn what 5% compounded daily means. Yeah. That's for sure.
2: (laughs) And not on a savings account, unfortunately.
1: Oh, yeah. I wish I could go the other direction.
2: (laughs) You never do see that, do you? No.
1: I don't think anybody's ever seen that. No. (laughs) (laughs) That is reserved for the other way when you owe the government money. (laughs) Okay, so if you do owe money to the IRS, first thought is some sort of tax professional. Mm-hmm. A tax attorney, somebody yep. who can actually give you the facts. Correct. Okay. And what else can we do with that? You get your debts with the IRS paid off full. We meet with you folks mm-hmm. to go over your options after that. We've discussed yep. the options, a HELOC, perhaps yep. a vehicle collateralized loan or yep. some or, other I mean, if creative you have, option.
2: If you have good credit, you could probably even qualify for an unsecured loan, like a personal loan, signature loan, sometimes, sometimes they're yeah. called. Or um, depending on, again, what your credit rating looks like, if you, we do have low, low enough interest credit cards and if your debt you owe to the IRS isn't that high, but just too high that you don't have the funds available to you, you could consider using some kind of credit card, but I would use that as kind of a last option. But you're not compounded daily interest, right. so...
1: <laughs> it's the last option before the last <laughs> Before the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, plus, we also talked about scenarios where this may not be a situation where your finances are necessarily unstable it was just something that was right. unexpected
3: correct correct
1: and this is a short term situation you're dealing with
2: yeah i mean just because you owe money to the irs doesn't mean that you did something egregiously wrong or made a bad choice it means that you claimed the wrong number on a form somewhere like there <laughs> well, you're pointing at me right now <laughs> I, but it's easy to do. Those things are complicated, so don't like don't beat yourself up over it. You know, yeah. it's there's it's it sucks. It really sucks to have that number staring you in the face. But but
1: you do owe the money. It's, yep. Yeah, it's part of the deal. It is. Uh, we pay our taxes to fund our roads, our bridges, and all the things that we enjoy as citizens of our country. Exactly. So pay your bill and get it done the correct yeah. way.
2: And there are lots of good options and good resources out there to help you achieve that quickly.
1: Okay. So now is the time to discuss some of the other things we can do as far as resources are concerned Mm -hmm. with First Alliance Credit Union.
2: Yeah.
1: It doesn't have to be tax-related because all of this could be tied in with all the other good money moves things we've talked about.
2: Correct. I mean, going back to our discussion about credit scores when we first started the program, Make sure you got a good credit score so you can get that loan to pay off the IRS if it ever comes around. Um, But visiting our website is a great first step um, to making good money moves, firstalliancecu.com. Our blog is full of resources about taxes, about budgeting, about credit scores, debt consolidation, home equity, lines of credit, everything we've talked about today. We've got something about it on our blog, on our website somewhere. Um, plethora of information.
1: Cool calculators, too.
2: <laughs> really cool calculators. <laughs> Downloadable. They're all free to use. We just want everybody to be making good money moves.
1: Very good. We'll talk more good money moves next week. We will. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks, Diane. Thanks, Andy. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.